You okay, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm fine. It's an automatic reaction every time someone asks. But is it enough? In today's episode, I'll discuss why that one question just isn't enough. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's episode of A Healthy Shift Podcast, and thank you for listening. Today, I want to talk about supporting mental health in the workplace, strategies for our shift workers. I'm your host, Roger Sutherland, and today I have a critical topic that I would really like to discuss, and that is supporting the mental health of our colleagues in the workplace. This is generally how it goes, and I know you'll relate. Are you okay? Yeah, mate, I'm fine. Ticks box, walks away. But that is just not enough. It's actually shown quite categorically that it's not enough. One question, it's an automatic reaction for all of us to turn around and say, yeah, mate, I'm fine. But it's the next question, which is the key, and that's the one that can actually bring about conversations that may very well open a person up and bring things up and deal with them. Really important. Are you okay, Dave? We've just recently had Are You Okay Day, and this is great, and I am a massive advocate for this, for bringing awareness to it for mental health, but it's one day, and it's great, but we need to be doing this more and more, and especially now. So let's just start with, what's the importance of mental health in our workplace? We all know mental health. We've got to have good mental health, but do we know? Before I go into the strategies, let's just take a moment to understand why this topic is so crucial. Because as shift workers, we navigate through irregular hours and very, very demanding schedules, particularly at the moment, which is taking a massive toll on our mental well-being just in itself. Let's just have a look at a few of the topics that really, really causes problems. Isolation. Isolation is a problem for a shift worker because while the family's off doing family stuff, you're trying to sleep or you're at work and that takes its toll. And it does. It takes its toll in a big way. Make no bones about it. Because while there's isolated incidents, when this continually occurs, it actually causes you more and more and more problems. Burnout. Burnout is very common at the moment in a lot of people, a lot of frontline health and emergency services. Members are really, really busy, really busy, really snowed under, really, really inundated with paperwork, and they are totally burnt out. They're filling the holes for people who are not there, and they're actually just burning out. Overwhelmed. People are totally overwhelmed with the amount of work that's coming their way and no idea how to go about getting on top of it. The pressure that they're under, not only from 
management, but the pressure that they're under from the public, the government, and anybody else that's got an opinion on on what they're doing and how they're going about it. And that also takes its toll. And this is without even mentioning the critical incidents that some of these people are attending. Paramedics are attending, fire brigade members are attending, police are attending. And let's not forget about even our doctors and nurses working in these hospitals, caring for patients and losing them. This can be very traumatic and it makes it very, very difficult for them. It's the simple things that can literally sometimes tip people over. It may not be a major incident to you, but honestly, it can literally be the simple thing because we don't know what has actually occurred to a person in their life. So be very, very careful and watch very closely. It is essential to create a supportive environment where everyone feels comfortable discussing their mental health. So let's just look at how we recognise signs of a struggle. So how do we know when a colleague might be struggling? Well, keep an eye out. You've got to watch them, talk to them, you know them. Look for changes in their behaviour, mood swings. Does it look like they're going off? Are they miserable? Are they sad? Have they got a really short wick and they seem to be going? Is there signs of withdrawal? A lot of these things can really be early warning signs, and these can be indicators that something might actually be amiss. Ask them, hey, I've noticed that you're pretty flat at the moment. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, mate, I'm fine. Yeah, but you're being flat. Is, is you know, like, seriously, is everything Okay. Ask people for these things a few times because that can actually be the incident or the the question that actually opens them up. And you honestly, you don't know. How many times have we heard of a person suiciding or something like that and we wish, God, I wish I'd known. Watch, listen, learn, pay attention and ask the question and then ask them again, and then keep an eye on the behaviour, and just point out a behaviour that they may not be aware of that may very well just open them up. All right, the greatest power that we have, the greatest power in our toolkit is the power of active listening. And I think it's really, really important that if we are asking a colleague or a friend what's going on, that we sit there and we actively listen. Because when they actually open up about their mental health, it's crucial that we give them our full attention, total attention. And it's imperative that you actually resist the urge to jump in with advice. Sometimes they're not looking for advice. If they want advice, they will ask you. But instead, offer empathy and understanding. Just be there for them and just listen. Just be an active listener and they will appreciate it and they will come to you with any questions or ask you for your opinion. Creating a safe space. Creating a safe space for these conversations is actually paramount, really, really important. People need to know that they can actually discuss their mental health without there being some sort of an impact. Encourage an open and non-judgmental environment where your friend or colleague can feel comfortable in sharing their feelings. And remember, we're all in this together. We're all suffering at times, at different times, with different things. And we all need to be in a position where we can literally just open up and talk about those things. And don't forget, 
We can offer resources as well. As evidence-based nutritionists, I I completely have a handle and understand the profound impact that your diet and your lifestyle can literally be having on your mental health. So in your workplace, share resources and information on how nutrition and well-being practices can really support your mental health. This may very well be a game changer for your colleague. Find ways to go about it. Find ways to help them because, you know, we are a lot of what we eat. If we're eating highly processed or we're doing um, drugs or we're doing alcohol or whatever, it it seriously starts to impact on all sorts of issues around your mental health. There is a very, very strong gut-brain axis, and it's been more and more research now. If your mental health is suffering, your gut health will suffer. If your gut health is suffering, your mental health will suffer as well. If you're always putting highly palatable carbohydrates and fats, highly processed foods, high sugar foods into your system, then you can expect that your mental health is going to take a hit from that as well. So make sure you're getting all the rainbow in, the colours of the rainbow, fruits and vegetables. And don't forget when someone opens up and talks to you, that is not the end of the conversation. Follow up with them and check in. After these conversations, don't let it end there. It's really important. Follow up with them. It could be a simple message to let them know that you're thinking about them. These gestures can actually mean the world to someone who's going through a really tough time you may actually have saved them without even realising. And remember, you're not expected to be an expert, so what can we actually do? Because you're just a friend, be a listener. But they can seek professional help and you can encourage people to go seeking professional help when they need it. Sometimes the support of a mental health professional is essential. We are not trained mental health professionals, and there's plenty of them out there that can know how to go about dealing with these situations. So know where to go. Provide information on available resources and ensure that everyone knows whereabouts they can actually turn to go to get help because there's a lot of resources, there's a lot of things there that are available in all kinds of organisations, whether you want to scoff at it or whether you want to laugh at it, there are they are trying their best to help. And you can always go and see your doctor and sit down and have a chat with your GP. In fact, it's an excellent place to start to actually sow the seeds and actually start conversations around your mental health as well. And you might be pleasantly surprised at the reaction from your doctor. And he can refer you or put you onto a mental health plan or a health plan that can actually um, assist you and direct you in the right direction that you might need to go. All right. That's a wrap for today's episode. These evidence-based strategies can actually make a significant difference in how we support the mental health of our colleagues in and around the workplace. Remember, we're not here to just survive. We're here to thrive. Stay committed to nourishing your body and prioritising your well-being. And as always, please remember to be patient and kind to yourself as you navigate the challenges of shift work and prioritise your mental health and well-being. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.